You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Well, see, and this is what I'm saying. I'm uh, oh, Greg. I am a bit of a scientist. You know, I is do. This, this I have a lot of knowledge. Are. Well, I mean, it was asked in the chat. I think it was almost requested that I uh, that I do a science show, and I, I'd actually consider that maybe a little bit of facts to help people get through the day. This is what you know, you're calling facts. You know, like well, it was asked in the chat, why does Mercury have an elliptical orbit? It's because it's a you know, Mercury is a hot planet. It's attracted to the sun, so it comes closer to the sun, but then it gets too hot, so it wants to get cold again and it backs away, and then it comes back to it again because it's too cold. So is cold. that what you so, call, like, Mercury in, like, retrograde? Yeah, well, no, I'm just saying that's that's exactly what it is. It's, uh, you know, it, that's why it's an elliptical orbit. Next question. This is Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. We greatly, greatly appreciate it wherever and however you listen. It is fantastic. Thank you so much for, uh, for tuning into our show. And, of course, thank you to everyone who subscribes to the network. It does help us out tremendously, and uh, we appreciate it. But even if you just download the show, that is fantastic, too. Hey, Greg, there was another science question posted in the chat. Well, like. I all right. To know. I mean, I didn't expect this today. I know. Let me, I mean, since I have, you're so good at everything. I have knowledge to dispense if sure, there's another question. I'm sure question. you do. Sure. I'm sure you do. So uh, somebody was inquiring to know what your definition is of how magnets work. Magnets. Well, see, the way magnets is, I mean, it, see, in order to fully explain this, I'd have to get into a little bit of the birds and the bees type of conversation. But the positive and the negative, you know, they're very, very attracted to each other in the way that uh, in way that a man and a woman sometimes are. But sometimes a positive and positive can be attracted to each other, too. And there's nothing wrong with that. But that means that they just can't stick together, right? So are you saying well, the magnets no, are no, sticky? There's nothing wrong with that. There is. There's, a, there's an innate form of stickiness when it comes down to the molecular level in which, much like Velcro, so it's a lot like Velcro. See, so they, they latch on to each other and uh, at a molecular level, and then it's hard to tear them apart sometimes. But, you know, ultimately you can, uh, you can tear them apart, much like uh, my Tim Hardaway crossovers that I had when I was a kid. That's the- All right, next question. No, I think that's enough questions. Okay, well we'll we'll go we'll go on to other things, you know, and and we'll figure this out. Uh, All right, as well it goes. there is one more question. All right, we got another question. All right, okay. there is a All science right. question in here. Uh, let's see. So Nipples wants to know, uh, dear Greg, yes. how does one explain a double rainbow? A double rainbow. Well, that is a mystery that uh, a mystery of of the earth, that is for sure. I mean, the way a double rainbow works is, you know, when you see a rainbow, clearly you know at each end there are Two leprechauns. You know, it depends on what it is. If there's you see a leprechaun a on rainbow, both ends of the rainbow. There's a leprechaun on both ends of the rainbow. Okay. Now, sometimes those leprechauns will get a little bit pissed off. They get a little bit territorial. And if you're in an area where there's an, an inundated population of leprechauns, sometimes they'll fight it out and they'll form a rival rainbow to combat the other rainbow. And so ultimately, this is how gold prices are affected. And really, when it works out, you know, a, a lot of this has to do with economics. And I won't go into all of that. You know, into the economics of gold, but ultimately, so, it's so gold and saying, leprechauns will affect it. And it depends on the area you're in. You'll notice it a lot, lot more in wealthier countries. You'll see double rainbows, and uh, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what it is, and it has to do with uh, the minerals in the in the in the area that you're so at. So you're saying that double rainbows happen because of the economy? Yes, yes. Okay. A lot of it is affected by that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I I think I could be a very good science show. I could really explain explain a lot of things to people. I think I could make things a lot clearer for them. 
Right. So what you're saying, I'm sorry, it's, ask, it's asking to be clarified that yes. leprechauns determine the price of gold. Ultimately, yes. Okay. I mean, there are other factors, but statistically, that's that's ultimately what uh, what can cause it. It's one of the factors in the economy. There are many factors in the economy, uh, Sarah. So it's 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 really it's a it, it probably require a little bit more explanation at another time, but I won't go into it right now. I don't want to bore you with my facts. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, educating us. Yes. A little bit more. Absolutely. That's that's what I was just trying to do. I'm just trying to you know spread a little cheer and knowledge throughout. The world. That's a, that's really what my ultimate goal is. Scott so was saying sir, that he wants to bring his children over so you can teach them science. Oh, that'd probably so be a good be the thing. Smartest. That'd probably be a good thing. Don't believe everything you see in school. They, a lot of that's uh, a lot of that. They're just trying to trick you into into different things. And I think I could really help uh, even things out. Oh my god! A well-rounded education, if you will. What did you when you were falling every which way last night at media bowling? Did you like hit your head and <laughs> knock some crazy? I wasn't you? falling every which way. You sure were. Everyone on, who was watching you bowl <laughs> thought that you were hurting yourself every time because. I don't. Let me just tell you guys. Whenever Greg bowls, I have never seen anyone bowl like this. He literally throws himself on the floor before he bowls, and I thought you would seriously hurt yourself a couple times. Yeah, I I'm a bit of a spastic bowler. I don't really have a good form, so all I know how to do. And and we were in the we were at the media bowling league last night. Last night was the the last week of it, and. A lot of what I do when I bowl is I just run towards the line and then realize I have to stop at some point. So I know not to cross the line, but I don't exactly know where to start. So I just have the ball in my hand and I run towards it until, until I feel the panic of, oh, I'm going to cross the line, throw the ball. And a lot of times that will cause me to, cause me to fall over. It's a little bit... It's a little bit em- embarrassing when I am uh, some, sometimes. But you know what? A lot of times it works. A lot of times it works, and I, I bowled pretty well. It does. Last night. Like I had to get over the fact that you are really embarrassing to have on the team. <laughs> wow, is this something that you and Tristan and Brenda talk about when I'm not around? That I'm an embarrassing part of the team. Well, I'm just saying, like every single other person in the entire league can bowl and still stand up by the time they release the ball. Like every time you throw the ball, you slide around on the ground and you're almost over the line, but not quite. But Greg ends in this grand finale where he lets go of the ball and then he slides and he lands on his butt a little bit. Is that accurate? Uh, that's sometimes. Sometimes sometimes it's on, sometimes I fall on my ass. Sometimes I fall on my side. Sometimes I don't fall, but I just kind of teeter a little bit. Yeah, it uh, it does. It does. I'm a I'm a spastic ball. I'm not going for for pretty. I'm going for the effect. The effect of the uh, of, of the final score. It's pretty amazing. So when Greg bowls, he actually he throws the ball down the lane, and then he just stays there and he sta- he stays down on the ground, like with his arms still out, like pointing where he wants the ball to go. Well, and that's that's just to kind of help it along. I'll point where I want it to be, and so I'll just stand there and watch it, and then you know hopefully it goes it goes exactly where I'm telling it to go. Mm-hmm. It's called follow through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think you were freaking out some people at the bowling alley. Did I? <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Everyone knows you. You don't even have a name. Really? By the way, in the League. You're the guy that falls on the ground. Are you kidding me? Do people talk about me? People talk about you, dude. What? I didn't tell you this before. No. Oh. People are talking about me and my bullying. Well, they just think you're a little weird. Well, okay, that's that's. that's I fair mean, not enough. everybody. I mean, you're a grown adult man, and every time you throw the ball, you end up, you know, ass on the floor, <laughs> watching it, like basically sitting, watching the ball go down the dial, pointing at it, hoping that it's going to go straight. Damn it, I didn't realize that now. I'm glad it's over because I'm now I'm super self-conscious about it. Jesus, really? Well, it is over and... Because I never look back. I'm afraid... <laughs> like, that's part of the reason why I hated being last in the rotation. So the way the bowling league works, it's uh, teams of four against each other. So, you know, you have your 1-1, one, one, two, two, three, three, four, four, And usually our team, for whatever reason, is a lot slower than the team that we're playing. Mm-hmm. Probably because they're all getting strikes. And so it ends up... 
everybody on my team is waiting for me to finish. Everybody on the other side, they can't bowl until we're done with our frame. Yeah, because then there's like the crossover frame. Like if like yeah. one, one, two, two, but if it falls behind, then like our number four person is bowling and it's already our number one person's time to turn again. Yeah. Well, yeah. essentially, they all have to wait. Mm-hmm. They all have to wait until we're done with that frame. And so because I'm last, everybody is watching me waiting because they all want to bowl. They all want it to get over with. And then here I come up and I have to be the one that the entire team's watching. They don't like it because they're waiting for me. And, uh, and no matter what, it really doesn't. It, and it the close sucks. games always come down to you. They do. Like if there's like, you know, like a nine pin differential and then Greg's there yeah. and we're just like, oh shit. Since I'm the last one. Is Greg's falling throw? He, he can actually make, you know, like. I saved us a couple of times. You did. I'm saying you totally did. Like I said, it may not but be I'm saying pretty. It's, a little, it's a little nerve wracking watching the guy roll around on the <laughs> ground before throwing the ball. It's not always pretty, but it's sometimes effective. I'm not a good bowler, but sometimes I can come through in the clutch. It's it's happened. Mm-hmm. I would no, say you I'm have. Good. You have. I remember when we were down by a few pins. You actually got like two strikes in a row. Yeah, and you saved the day. Yeah, this is true. That's true. However, that didn't help us from getting last place in our league. Well, no. And no, the didn't. team that we lost to might have been an invisible team that didn't actually exist. Yeah, because there was only seven teams. There were only there seven teams, so there was a team that was just it already. They kind of took the average. Yeah, they took the average and, and played the, the team, and we lost to the, the average. team that didn't exist. We were champions last year. We <laughs> won our media bowling league last year, and then this year we lost to an invisible team. We were we were last. It wasn't uh, it was it wasn't much of an ego boost. No, I'll say that. No, eh, but you know, it, but it, it was happens. fun. What are you going to do? It was fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was a particularly flaily day for me yesterday. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to admit some some days you just have they're a little bit off, and yesterday was an off day for me. I, and I realized it because I, I uh, inadvertently sent a very inappropriate text to someone. What? Well. To who? It wasn't meant to be this way. So I, uh, there was a Blazer game last night. I couldn't go, but I, I ended up having some tickets. And uh, I couldn't go because we had the bowling league. So I was giving them to my friend, one of my, one of my good friends who I've known for many, many, many years, and, mm. but I haven't talked to her in quite a while. Okay, so a good lady friend you haven't talked to Good in a while. lady friend I haven't okay. talked to in quite a while. And I had talked to her a little bit earlier in the day just via text, and uh, she was able to go to the game, and I was like, okay, great. Well, I have to let you know when I get them, you know, if I get them for sure, and you know, how you can get them from me, all of this stuff. There's a bunch of coordinating that had to go on. And finally... I, I did have the tickets, and I got home yesterday from, from the meetings and all that kind of stuff. And I realized – I sent her a text just saying that, you know, hey, I was home and that I uh, had to take a shower really quick, and I'm ready whenever you guys want to head over to, to pick up the tickets. But in my texts, a lot of times I do this, and it's just a habit that I do. I, I say yo a lot. So I'll be like, yo, exclamation point. You Here's say yo? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I say yo a lot in my texts. I don't think I, I you don't ever know. say yo to the texts for me. Well, I guess it's just like, when are you going to be there? All right, bye. Yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. don't count. So, Thanks, yeah, Greg. yo, I say <laughs> yo to a lot of a lot of my friends uh, in texts, and it's just kind of a habit. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't that, know how I got into it. Someone's that. asking, did you ask if you could grab a couple of those things? No, I didn't ask if I okay. could grab a couple of those things. That's different. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I, I thought I had texted yo, and then I was just waiting for a response back. So I'm sitting there waiting, being like, okay. That's weird. She hasn't replied. And I look at the text, and I had sent instead of yo, I just sent ho in exclamation points. <laughs> just got home from a run. <laughs> Have to hop in the shower really quick, but I'm here whenever you guys want to head over. I called her a ho. Oh, I called my her God. a ho. Is this who I'm thinking it is? This is this is this is my friend Anna. Yeah. Oh I'll say my her name. God. 
You wrote, ho, I'm getting ready to take a shower? <laughs> Holy shit, Greg. I had just been running, and I got back, and I was just like, I was sweaty, and I was tired, and I was like, oh, yeah, I better send her a text to make sure she knows to come over. And then I called her a back? hoe and told her I was hopping in the shower really quick, all in the same fucking text. Oh, I didn't even think God. about it. Ho, I'm hopping in the shower real quick. Why don't you come join me? <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, and it's not like that with us, but still, it was, it was bad. And so I realized what I'd sent, and I replied back. I'm like, fucking hell, that was supposed to say, yo, I hate this phone, and I never got a reply back. She never wrote back. She never wrote back. I ended up hearing from her boyfriend, who he came and picked up the the tickets. We didn't address the hoe comment. It was never brought up, oh and my I God. didn't know how to bring it up because I was like, I was totally joking. But I'm like, what if, what if, for some reason, she didn't see my reply back, and she thought I well, was trying totally, to joke. I don't know. It was but you were awkward. totally joking. I thought you accidentally did it. Are you trying to now pretend like it was a joke so that it's not like you had a typo? No, 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 no. I mean, it was a typo. No, I'm, I would you never. Said it was I would a never joke. call her. Okay. No, I but you I mean, would never call her a hoe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's not something that's in my lexicon. Nor would I call one of my friends that. But it was just hoe. I'm all sweaty. <laughs> Scott's saying I'm all sweaty from my run. <laughs> that's basically what it was. Basically, you're saying hoe. I'm going to be naked in the shower. Come get that's, the tickets from me. Oh god. Oh god. Because you were alluding to the fact after you called her hoe, you were basically telling her that you were going to be naked. <sighs> That's not what I meant to say. That's not how I was trying to say it. Like we're friends. We just we haven't we haven't talked for a while. Both been really busy. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's she going to be replied. a little bit more busier. She never <laughs> a bit replied more back. Busy, yeah. Oh man, now I really feel uh, terrible. Sarah wants to know. Be truthful, Greg. Was it an autocorrect mistake? Do you type "ho" so much that it just changed it automatically? <laughs> no, no, I do not type "ho." Did it spell? Was it H O or H O E? It was H O. Is that worse or better? What's the... I think it's worse. Oh. I think a garden hoe is an H-O-E. No, but the other one's not. It's an H-O. That's a, right. a hoe is short for a whore. Oh. So basically you're just like, hey, you slutty whore. I'm getting, oh, in, the, I'm getting in the shower. Oh. Come and pleasure me for my tickets. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I'm, Greg, basically you called her like. This woman's like a, a sister. I'll I know. I know like, she uh, is. Yes, but I know. But you called her a derogatory term for a slut. And then you said, I'm going to get in the shower because I'm all sweaty from running. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't matter oh what kind God. of relationship you had before. It's just like you called her a hoe. Oh, man. And then maybe she's just kind of like, Greg has turned into the kind of guy that calls people hoe because he thinks it's funny. That's not funny. That's disrespectful to me as a woman. That doesn't... She wouldn't... I don't think think that. Oh, Read man. the whole message again. Will you read the whole message again? All right. It said hoe... Ho! Just got home from a run. Ho! Exclamation point. Just got home from a run. Have to hop in the shower really quick, but I'm here whenever you guys head over. Well, now that you say it that way, now it sounds doubly terrible because I'm. I was just. I was sweaty, and I was like, "Oh, they need the tickets." So I just wanted to let them know I was hopping in the shower really quick. Loki's saying she probably thought that Greg was doing inappropriate actions while thinking of her. (laughs) No. I know, but I know your intentions were good. Oh, God. That's why you always check your phone. Oh, man. Did, have you thought about how many other women you accidentally wrote ho to? I don't know. I mean, I don't always go back and check my texts. I was just, it was just supposed to say yo. It, oh, man. Now I got to take a look back and see who else I've texted and said that. Wow, I'm looking at my texts. I'd use yo way too much. 
Yeah, maybe to you a bunch of dudes. Saw yo, 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 yo. Yeah, I see. No, I know you. I always hear you saying, uh, "Yo, sir." Like to guys, you always say, "Like yo, sir." What are you I doing? Do say to, that. You do. It's the weirdest thing. Why is that weird? Yeah, it's like a weird phrase that you have. I don't. That's not. Oh man. No, I'm gonna have to completely change up how I interact with people, and how I speak, and I just call. Oh, Keelan's saying that you have written uh, "ho" accidentally to him several times. I have. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> Who else have I done this to? Now I, I got to think. Ba- now I really have to think back, and I'm gonna be yeah. worried that there's somebody, somebody maybe that I've texted that hasn't written back. And oh god, did I call my brother's girlfriend? That let me make sure. Oh god, I hope you didn't. Oh. oh, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe now you should I'm going to have to go back all through. your text messages and start from scratch. By the way, ho has never been part of my lexicon of that I call anyone. It's it's uh, That's never been anything that I use for a term for anyone, so I don't. Ah, damn. Maybe you should change your phrase from yo, sir, to something else. Uh, apparently, I, d- I think I do. I think it's time for an intervention on my own behalf. A me. yo intervention? A yo intervention to me. Uh, it needs to be It needs to be removed. I need to change up what it is that I say. I don't know what. Now Aaron's saying that I sent him a ho text to. God. <laughs> Dang it. <sighs> this, this could explain a lot of things, actually. This could could explain quite a bit. Why wouldn't you write to people and just never hear from them again? Yeah. Maybe I need to start double-checking what it is that I'm writing. This so sounds like something out of Damn You Autocorrect, where it's just like the progressive things where after you say something wrong, it's just like, hello? I didn't mean it. There was a typo. Well, I mean, I did. Why aren't you calling I, me I've back? I've done it before with the stupid typos. I, was, I remember one time I was going to hang out with my buddy Josiah, and he was wanting to meet up, but it was, it was right when um, my old roommate Jason was moving in. And I texted him back, he's, and I, I just said, it was something to the effect of, uh, yeah, I want to meet up. I can't meet up then, though. My Jew roommate is moving in. Oh, I forgot about that. That's why I texted him. <laughs> I meant to say my new roommate is moving in, but instead it just said my Jew roommate is moving in, which made me sound incredibly racist or offensive in some way, and that I was categorizing him as Jew. And it was, uh, yeah, that one, that one. That one took some explaining, too. He replied back. Actually, he just called me a Nazi. And then <laughs> I had to reply back and explain exactly what it was I meant. Because I didn't, I didn't check that either. I got his text calling me a Nazi. I'm like, what the hell, dude? Oh. Oh, man. I just talked about my Jew roommate. Craig. <sighs> I hate sending texts. I am done. I am done. I, I'm 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 off well, of it. Clearly, I'm not, not communicating with anyone it. ever. Well, the problem is too that I type faster than my phone can handle it, or your brain can think. Well, <laughs> maybe that too. But I just I type very fast on it, and my phone is I don't know whether it's bogged down in memory or whatever it is, or it's old, but it, it delays, and so it I love how everything has to be your phone's fault. Like nothing, nothing you do is your fault. It's it my has phone's to be fault because your phone is old. My phone's it's six months. Well, my old. phone also autocorrects Keelan's name to Muslim. So that's happened a couple of times. So what you're saying is your phone is pretty much racist. My phone apparently is. I don't know why. It, uh, it equates Keelan, K-I-E-L-E-N, with M-O-S-L-E-M. That's what it automatically autocorrects to. Hmm. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's really weird. Wow. I, my phone is racist. I'm blaming that. <laughs> I mean, my phone is racist <laughs> and do with you. repugnant towards females. I have no idea. And repugnant towards females. So anyway, yes. Greg was spastically flailing at the bowling alley last night and apparently has now alienated one of his close friends because she thinks that uh, he called damn her it. a hoe. She's like, she's like family to me. And, and she I hasn't called back. No. No. 
And she didn't come over to pick up the tickets either. Her boyfriend did. She sent her boyfriend over to yeah. get them. And yeah. you haven't seen her for a long time? No. Wouldn't she be excited to see you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Generally, you, I, I would have thought, yeah. Oh, man. I got to I got to fix this somehow. John says, "Well, Greg, she used to be like family." <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it. Burning bridges left and right. Shit. All right. <sighs> well, do you want to feel a little bit better of your, about yourself? I do yes, have some uh, some world of crazy going on. By all on. means, I need something. You want I a need... little palate cleansing? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I need to hear about someone else's woes, not my own. All right. Yeah, we have had a lot of your woes. <laughs> Oh, Greg, you're an endless source of an amusement for me. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. And, of course, where does this take place? Not in Port St. Lucie. Oh. But in Florida. Well, okay. It, it is, is in Florida. It's still in Florida. Yeah, it's in uh, Crawfordville, Florida. So this has to do with Florida and Walmart, the double whammy. Angered that a Walmart employee refused to honor a dollar-off coupon, a Florida woman allegedly retrieved a handgun from her car and waved the weapon at several store employees before she was arrested. So the confrontation happened at the uh, Crawfordville. Crawfordville, that's an awkward... Crawfordville? Crawfordville. uh, Crawfordville store... This happened this weekend when Mary Frances Alday, 61 years old, sought to use her internet coupon at the Walmart. Alday then began extremely, uh, became extremely upset when a Walmart assistant manager told her of the retailer's policy not to accept such online coupons. Now, after having her coupon rejected, Alday allegedly called the manager a bitch and other foul names. Well, and <laughs> sure, that sounds deserved. And intentionally rammed into her with a shopping cart. That's when you can call someone a hoe. Oh, yeah. Well, as Alde was uh, escorted, out of the store, escorted out of the store, she, was re- she reportedly warned the manager not to follow her. The Walmart worker replied that she was going to get her vehicle license plate number and continued to follow her into the parking lot. Alde warned the Walmart employee, if you follow me, I have something in my car for you. As several Walmart employees watched from the store's entrance. Why Why did she follow her? Because she wanted to get the driver's license. Picture. Yeah, but that's following crazy. That's a bad recipe. Well, you probably don't want to follow crazy, but I mean, yeah. you got to kind of see you got to kind of see what's going on. Yeah, all right. All, all right. right. So anyway, so they're all watching from the store and uh, so Alde said, "I have something in my car for you." As several Walmart employees watched from the store's entrance, Alde appeared outside of her gun or outside of her car waving the gun around in the holster. Alde then removed the weapon, a loaded Smith & Wesson 38 special from the holster and pointed it at all the store employees and stated, I have something for y'all. Oh, jeez. The Walmart workers retreated back inside the building. Uh, Alde, who would then fled the Walmart parking lot, was subsequently pulled over by a sheriff's deputy who asked if there was a firearm. She said, yes, I have a concealed weapons permit and you are not taking my gun. Asked about the gun's location, Alde replied, you're not taking my gun. Alde twice refused the deputy's request to exit the car and was tasered when she reached over the console for something in the passenger seat. So then her tasered ass was dragged from the car and handcuffed. The gun was found in the vehicle's center uh, console. Now, Alde has been charged with four counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon and one count of battery. She has been booked in county jail where she remains in custody in advance of the initial court appearance. What what is her name again? 
Oh, she looks exactly how you think she would. Her name is Mary Frances, F-R-A-N-C-E-S, Alday, A-L-D-A-Y. Okay, uh, white? White. Blonde? Blonde. Um, perhaps some sores? There's some sores, and she has, like, shortish hair. Wow, I actually guessed that pretty right. Okay, so Mary Frances Oh, I thought Alder. you were looking at a picture no, of her. No, I wasn't. No, oh. I was totally guessing. I haven't even looked it up yet. No, she's totally, yeah. Damn, I'm getting too good at this. That this is, is pretty good. So Mary Frances, how do you spell the last name? A-L-D-A-Y. A-L-D-A-Y. All day. Dang it, I'm not, I can't find her picture. All right, yeah. well, I'll see if I can pull it up. I'm sure somebody okay. can find it. All right, I'm sure somebody can. All right, continuing on with crazy women news. So this is out of Jonesboro. A Jonesboro woman has been arrested on DWI charges after police say she slammed into a mobile home then tried to escape in a child's battery-operated truck. (laughs) Jamie Jeanette Kraft, 29 years young, is also charged with public intoxication, refusal to uh, to submit disorderly conduct, leaving the scene of an accident with property damage and driving while her license was suspended. So this happened on Sunday. Officers were called, and according to a witness... Uh, Jamie Jeanette Kraft was traveling under a high rate of speed in her Pontiac Grand Am when she rounded a corner and hit the under panel of a gentleman's trailer. Another witness told police that Kraft, who was dressed in a white sweatshirt with, of course, no pants or shoes on, began yelling at him. According to the police report, she, she had no <laughs> pants on, no pants on, but she, <laughs> no pants or shoes, but she was wearing a white sweatshirt. Uh, so according to the police report, she grabbed the man's son's Power Wheels truck and attempted to drive off in it. <laughs> <laughs> so the man told the police he grabbed his children and brought them inside. Uh, when he came back outside, he said that Kraft was still in the battery-operated toy truck trying to drive it away. After he and his father made her get out of the truck, the man told police she'd been yelling and walking to her mother's house, which was in the same trailer park. That's when the police found. Uh, that's where the police found her when they arrived. They also said she was irate and very intoxicated. Uh, they tested her blood alcohol limit, which was point two one seven. Wow! Yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at. Um, during the yeah, investi- what is it? Point oh eight is the legal limit, at yeah. least in Oregon. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's a that's a good day she's got a, going there. She's had a busy day. Yeah. Uh, so during the investigation, police officers reported that Kraft started to scream and yell at them. She continued to scream after she was placed in custody and began to kick at the door of his police car. She continued to be disorderly and uncooperative. Once she arrived at Craighead County Detention Center, she has you mean been, she didn't calm down? And uh, I can't believe that she didn't calm down. So she's... Still in jail because nobody has paid her bill. <laughs> so she's <laughs> left in jail in lieu of her $2,067 bond. To a certain extent, that had to be a pretty fun day for this police officer. Like, where where was this at again? Uh, J- Jonesboro. Jonesboro? Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jonesboro. Arkansas? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it was probably maybe a boring day, and then you get a woman who's trying to take off in a... <laughs> In a kid's power wheel yeah. thing, that that had to be a little making, bit like, fun room, for a while. Room noises. I mean, until she started kicking the police car door, yeah. maybe. But because uh, that's that's pretty much like an episode of Reno Nine One One, right there. Oh, it is with no pants on, <laughs> no shoes. Like that guy's probably thinking, "Man, I uh, joined this job. I'm going to help help the world out. I'm going to get rid of the bad guys on the streets. I'm going to make a difference." And here's some fucking drunk bitch with her pants off, no shoes, <laughs> motherfucker, running away in a power I'm wheel. I'm five days away from retirement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, well, there's my crazy drunk bitch news, and now I have from crazy lady news to feces news. Of course, of course, Lovely. this is in El Ca- Cajon, California. 
Uh, a man in El Cajon was arrested early this morning after officers say they observed him standing on top of a Toyota Camry, smearing feces on top of it. <laughs> when the cops approached the oh, alleged... Oh, this seems out of the ordinary. I like how they call him the alleged poop smear, even though the cops came and you know caught him Not convicted. Not convicted. All right, all right, all right. So this man was standing on top of the Toyota Camry. When cops approached the alleged poop smear, they said he... <laughs> I never want to be categorized as that. <laughs> they said he pulled up his shorts and jumped over the fence. So apparently he was smearing his own feces on it uh, that separated his street from an interstate. Officials blamed the suspect's antics for a crash that occurred and had closed westbound lanes. So apparently he was distracting everybody with the, his poop smearing on the yeah, Toyota I'd probably, Camry. I'd probably slow down and take I'd a probably, look at I'd probably get a little distracted. Yeah. Yeah. So the suspect, whose name has not been released, was eventually apprehended when he tried to escape and was waiting at a trolley stop a short distance away from the poop-covered car. Oh, was he still (laughs) covered in... I mean, he probably you, had it on his you can't smear the poop without getting the poop on you. It's oh, just a rule of physics. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, police are currently trying to figure out if the man was suffering from mental illness or was under the influence of drugs or alcohol or all of the above. It's unclear what charges are pending in this situation. Uh, thesis story number two. Thank you to listener Stephen, who sent this to me. I like how people just send me the most fucked up things. They're like, Sarah, I think you'd really like this. So this is out of Norwalk, Connecticut. So police say a disgruntled home health aide fired by a Connecticut family got even with them by leaving feces in their elderly relative's oven and refrigerator. Oh. 40-year-old Fiona Clark of Fairfield is facing criminal mischief and breach of peace charges. So authorities say that Clark took care of the woman but was laid off by the family last month after declining to work extra hours. Clearly he cares about this woman very much that he was caring well, it for. it was a lady. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, Fiona lady. Clark. Fiona. And a 40-year-old Fiona Clark. So police say that... Once, so this is how they discovered that Fiona Clark did this. So police say that one of the women's relatives turned on the stove after they had laid off Fiona Clark and noticed a foul smell. And they opened the stove and found... A bunch of feces wrapped in a paper towel. Feces was also found hidden in the back of the refrigerator. I wonder why she was fired. I know. She seems like such a sweet spirit. Yeah. Uh, Clark was arrested and posted the $5,000 bail. She's due in Superior Court on Thursday. How did they know it was hers? Uh, I don't know. Maybe they did like a DNA test. Uh, I don't know. Can you DNA? You can DNA test poop. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could. Did they do that? Did they go to that extent for poop? Were they DNA tested? I don't know. Huh. I don't know. I've never this is a mystery. really been involved in that, <laughs> that area that of expertise. Of, okay. <laughs> huh. Yeah, that's, uh, that's well, that's like somebody upper decking. I, I had a, I never did this, so let me preface that, and honestly, I did not, but I had a friend who would, mm. this was a while ago. A friend? Uh, yeah, this was just a friend. But she would, um. She told me about how she would go to parties, and if people weren't nice enough to her, if uh, and this was back, you know, this was a while ago. This was when they're going to a lot of parties. But uh, mm-hmm. if she didn't like the way anybody acted to her, she'd go in the bathroom. And you know what an upper deck is? I do know what an upper decker is. Okay, an upper decker is where you take off the where the tank of the toilet, where the water is. You take the tank off. And you make a dep- deposit in okay, there. You leave Greg, something that's in enough. there. That's enough. And then and then put it back on. Smells terrible. You can't. You really were clean dating it out. a woman that I wasn't in dating somebody's her. toilet. No, tank? I was not dating this woman. No, 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 no. I was not dating this woman. No, I did not do it. I just know what it is because it was somebody who actually did that. That's that's all I'm saying. Ew. That's what this kind of woman sounds like. Okay, well, uh, apparently you know because I know not a single woman in my entire life 
that she, she was pretty hardcore. That's hardcore. What did you get? Res- did you respect her for pooping in the toilet tank? No, 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 no. Why is this turning back on me? I'm trying to explain that somebody else that I knew did this. It was not me. It was I did not do that. Just like I'm pretty sure Keelan has never pooped in my backyard. Oh God, I'm really? Pretty sure I have no proof of that. I have no proof whatsoever that my roommate has ever pooped in my backyard. I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> all right, and finally, out of Ohio, there's a little there's a peppering all around the country today of the crazy, and this one comes to us from East Lake, Ohio. The story I had to say made me smile. Eastlake police officers arrested a man who they say was so drunk, not only was he talking to bags of tobacco and swearing at them, he also confessed his love to a urinal. (laughs) (laughs) This all started this past weekend. Well, I mean, anybody (laughs) that'll let you do that to him. (laughs) So here's where the bags of tobacco come into play. So it all started this weekend when police were called to try and get an an apparently drunken man under control at a place called the Tobacco Store. So police were told that the man was talking endlessly to bags of tobacco and swearing at them. When authorities arrived, (laughs) they saw the man standing at the end of the aisle propping himself against the shelf. According to police, it appeared that the man was also trying to have a conversation with a bottle of vodka. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen you have a conversation with a bottle of vodka. (laughs) Back at you there, buddy. Officers say that the man's speech was slurred. And his thoughts were confused and random, and the conversation he tried to convey between himself and the bottle of vodka <laughs> made no sense and was unintelligible. Were they were they on friendly terms? Or? <laughs> yeah, they were in kind of a dispute. They were in <laughs> okay. So then police arrested the 51-year-old uh, for disorderly conduct and placed him in jail in a jail holding cell to sober up. However, during that stay, authorities say that the man then began confessing his love for the urinal urinal that was inside his cell <laughs> and at times trying to kiss it. <laughs> this guy's name is Kenneth Kulis, K-U-L-A-S, 50 years young. Oh, it says 51 and then it said 50. Oh, I'll go with 50. Well, okay. Has been charged with disorderly conduct and intoxication. He is scheduled to appear before a judge today. Uh, I want to I see if I can find a picture at least of this guy. What, how do yes. you spell his name? Kenneth as uh, as you would, Kenneth, and coolest K U L A S. K U L A S. I kind of love him, like you know, trying to shoot the shit with bags of tobacco, a bottle of vodka, and falling in love with. The I urinal. was gonna say this might be somebody you know. I could see you hanging out with this guy sometime. Well, he seems like it could be kind of fun. Ah, once again, I cannot find. I can't find mugshots today. I'm mm. just not doing a good job of it. Well, maybe you're not. Well, well kind of goes along out. with the rest of your life today. <sighs> All right. Well, that was. I mean, I, I figured trying to make out with the urinal might be my my yeah. Well, that's, that, my friends, that's pretty. It's <laughs> pretty hard to top it. You're well crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I like anything that has to do with the man talking to bottles of vodka and NPC <sighs> smearing on the roof. Yeah. What are you doing over there? I don't know. I don't know at this point what I'm doing. Um, okay. <laughs> We do. We do need to. Uh, we do need to mention one of our fine sponsors here at Fun Employment Indeed. Radio. And uh, that that's that's my phone. Gosh, your phone today, man. Uh, what am <laughs> What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Put it. Turn it off. Time. Yeah, <laughs> I apparently need to. Uh, if you are purchasing anything from Amazon.com, which I'm sure they love to be associated with this. Um, Go to funemploymentradio.com first. Click on the Amazon link and purchase away. We have a great relationship with them, and uh, we appreciate you guys coming to our website first before you purchase anything. Costs you nothing. All you have to do is go to funemploymentradio.com, click on the Amazon link. That's it. Yes. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
That's it. Your work is over. All right. All right. Um, well, I've got ball talk. Or should, do we want to take a break? What do you want to do? Let's take a quick break. All right. Let's take a quick break and regroup here for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you seem like I, you need a second. I may need just a second. Okay. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll uh, play some music here. And we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hi, everyone. How are you guys doing? I mean, you're listening now to Fun Employment Radio. And this is Tommy Wiseau. You are tearing me apart, our audience in Portland. Portland? It's not the Portland. I am not how it's to... It's kind pr- of Portland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you see, now they correct me. I'll be uh, cut... Didn't you guys just watch this again? We did. I watched The Room on Saturday. How many times now would you estimate that you've seen? You know how many times I've watched. I've told you. I've watched it at least 50 times. That's ridiculous. Is there any other movie you've seen that many times? Um, Singles. Singles you've seen over 50 times. Singles is not that great. Singles is amazing. It's my favorite movie of all time. Really? Oh, yeah. I've watched that so many times. I mean, it's there. It's not bad. No, I'm saying. If you're asking, I've watched the most movies I've watched. I've watched Singles, Overboard. Um, Overboard, you've seen over 50 times? Oh, yeah. Overboard, I've watched really? so many times. Labyrinth, of course. Um, hmm. What else? Those are those are the ones that are coming immediately to mind right now. Definitely You've singles. seen Overboard over 50 Overboard times. Overboard is one of the funniest fucking movies I it's have ever seen. All right. It is so funny. I mean, I'm not saying it's I, a bad movie. I guffaw but... still every time I watch it. <laughs> I mean, isn't that... Oh, Titanic. Thank you. Thank you, Vicky. Yes, Titanic. Isn't I've seen that, that movie just about where she falls overboard and, and gets amnesia no, and he a, tricks her? She's a total bitch. And he and yeah. so she hires Kurt Russell's character to come and like build this uh, this cabinet, this closet thing for her on this yacht that she's staying on and with it's her Goldie fiance. Hawn, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then he like spends all this time working on this thing and then she's like, No, you know, it's shit, I'm not gonna do it and throws his tools overboard and like you know, and then he ends up falling off and then she gets she falls overboard like over how many times can I say overboard, right? She falls overboard, um, at night, and then like her husband's just like shit. I don't have to claim her because she's horrible. And then so he pretends that he was married to her, and basically brings her back to his house and treats her as if that's terrible. It's, it's, it's funny. That is fucked up, though. It's really fun. Yeah. If that were up. in a lifetime context, you would talk about how messed up that movie is. Well, that's true. I mean, that's all that is. That is a lifetime movie. Yeah, that's he did kind of a tri- lifetime movie. No, he did kind of trick her into thinking that his children were hers. Yeah. Dude, that is fucked up on so many levels. And then he'd he get all kids? drunk and, and like rub the, up against her. What does that do to the kids? Like he, <laughs> that's kidnapping. That's uh, I don't even know. That, there's so many, so many things to this. That is uh, that is absolutely incredible. That's a terrible movie. That's a terrible. That's a terrible movie. It is not a terrible movie. Well, okay, anyway, I'm whatever. Not it's a bad movie, but that's a that's a terrible thing. That, that well, you yes, did that it's movie. pretty terrible. But yeah. they they paint her as a good villainess, so you don't really feel bad for her. Right? She doesn't deserve it. No, I mean, you know, but then they. <laughs> but it, also, I'm just saying, like, I I don't see it considerably bad because you know they they end up they fall. Spoiler alert: they fall in love in the end. Of course they do. Of course they do. Wow. Yes. Wow. All right. Um, well, should we do a little bit of ball talk here? All right. Well, I want to know what movie have you seen 50 times? Pee-wee's Big Adventure. All right. I've probably seen Pee-wee's Big Adventure 50 times. I can watch um, uh, I can watch Catch Me If You Can over and over. Have you seen it 50 times? I don't know if I've seen it 50 times, but I have seen it quite a bit. 
Okay. Uh, it'll, anytime it comes on, I will I will watch whatever part of it. All right, well, everyone stop calling Overboard a rape movie. <laughs> God damn it. I mean, it kind of is, though. No, they never make sweet, sweet love. Well, that you know. You just said they were rubbing up against each other. Well, yeah, but they don't, until they fall in love, they don't have Imagine the, the if you had relations. amnesia. And then you came, you know, you, you wake up and you have this family and this guy and you're in this house that you can never leave. And then suddenly you come to and realize what's been going on. Would you think, oh, it's funny. I love you. Well, I'm not in the movie. I'm not Goldie. Well, apparently Goldie Hawn liked the way Kurt Russell did it because they're still together like 40 years later. That's If that's the logic that you're using, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going <laughs> with. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. And Overboard's great. So I'm not going to let you take that away from me. All right. Well, I mean, my favorite movie is about a grown man who lives in a house with contraptions and is obsessed over his bike and wears a suit with a red bow tie and does magic tricks. Like, I'm obsessed with that. I'm not saying that's normal either. I'm just saying I don't think uh, he doesn't kidnap anyone, really. So there are a lot of people in in the chat that are saying they like Overboard. Oh, I'm not saying it's a terrible movie. I'm just saying it's a Okay, okay. I'll let it go. I'll, I'll let it go. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. What, what's going on over there? Aaron just wrote something really fucked up in the chat that I'm not going to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, uh, first up in local news for Ball Talk, Oregon State University has done a complete rebrand of their image, logo, font, uniforms, everything. Yeah, how's that working out for you? Well, okay, let me say this. The new uniforms they've come up with, and this has made national news. Right? This was on all the national sports pages I was looking at because it's such a complete redesign. And even if you Google Oregon State University, it's the first thing that pops up. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, the uniforms I don't think are too bad. I actually, looking at the football uniforms, I kind of like them. It's, it's definitely different. It's a huge change from what they used to be. I don't mind that. What I'm not quite sure about is the new Beaver logo. So for anybody who doesn't know, it's Oregon State University Beavers. The new Beaver logo looks a little weird. I'm not quite sure how I feel about that one. Yeah, it's a, it's a little different. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It, I may have to grow on me. I may have to grow on me. Some people love it. Some people don't. I'm kind of in the neutral territory. All right, I just put it in I want to give that a little bit of time. Now, the uniforms, in all fairness, the uniforms are pretty cool. I like the redesign of the uniforms. But I don't know about that part. Yeah. So, anyway, that's what's going on, though. It is, uh, is national news, and it is because uh, Nike did the whole redesign. It's a big deal. And Oregon State's been getting a lot more of attention lately because, you know, they've been performing better in sports, blah, blah, blah. Good things, good things, good things. They still have a weird beaver logo. All right, moving on to ball talk. From uh, from local news to international news. The 2014 World Cup is going to have an amenity that previous World Cups did not have. All right. And that is that they are going to be providing... Seats for, and this is according to the story, seats for obese soccer fans. Really? Like like airlines do? Don't some airlines I, do that? I, I don't know. Okay. I can't answer to that. I All don't right. know if that's true or not. Um, but this is what they're doing. So 
They're going to be reinforced double-width chairs that can hold anyone who weighs up to 560 pounds, but will cost twice the price of a standard seat. All right. So you get twice the space for twice the price. Yes. Okay. Now they are the the one thing I I kind of I kind of appreciate that you know because I mean if it, you are if you are an obese soccer fan obviously you're not going to fit into the tiny seat I think it's fair to pay twice if you're taking up twice the space mm-hmm. I, I personally I think that's fair I'm sure there's some people that would disagree on that the one thing well, I I'm don't sure everybody agree wants with, to be comfortable like I'm sure yeah. somebody doesn't want to be cramming themselves into a seat that's too small sure sure yeah but uh, the one thing I don't think is right that they're doing is they're painting all of the seats a different color so they all stand out. That part, I think, is maybe a little bit overboard. What? Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah, the seats are a different color. That's not That's not. What cool. is it, like fatty green? People are I assholes. I don't know. I wow. don't know. Seriously, they're singling that's out what they're the doing. seats. This is Brazil that's, that's doing this. This is all Brazil. Um, Why would they do that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But painting it a different color, that part seems like there's, there's nobody can agree that that's a good idea. Like I don't I don't know why they're doing it other than to call attention. I can't I can't understand why it is. But this is Brazil who has decided to do this. Yeah, in, in no way would that ever be a good idea. In preparation for the 2014 World Cup, that is what they're doing. All right, moving on to ball talk. We'll go to this. This is another story. Of somebody pretending to be a high school student when they're not. Oh, so this happened in Tennessee, and and uh, actually in Memphis, in one of the, and it happened to one of the best boys basketball teams in the state. Apparently, this is Ridgeway High School, and I guess they're very good. And they were in the playoffs, uh, competing for the state championship. However, they have had to back out of the uh, back out of the playoffs. They've actually been kicked out of the playoffs because. Of what was going on with one of their students. So they thought they had an 18-year-old senior by the name of Mackenzie Sewell. And Mackenzie Sewell had been playing all season long. He was a star on the team, doing great, and helping this team you know, into the playoffs and hopefully a championship. However, it was revealed that he was, in fact, 22 years old. And he had submitted a fake transcript... Actually, he didn't submit the fake transcript. Uh-oh. His wife submitted the fake transcript, showing up to the school, pretending to be his mother. Oh, my God. And submitted the transcript, uh, trying to get her son, in quotation marks, admitted into the school, and it worked. He was there for, I guess, most of that year for his senior his senior year in high school. So he could be on the basketball team, and it Wait, came. And how fucking old does his wife look? That she looks like she could know. be his mother. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how that even how that even works. So it was in fact. Um, it was in fact. Yes, this person was twenty two years old, and has been removed from the high school. I don't know about the charges. If there is going, to, I would expect that there's going to be some kind of charges that will be brought up. But yeah, this this person made it in. There's even a picture of him, and I don't know. Yeah, hard to say. Anyway, there was that. Moving on to ball talk. People are randomly posting are pictures of Zool in the bizarre, chat. Bizarre so. things in in the chat. I'm not quite sure what to, <laughs> what to say is going on here. <laughs> this goes. Uh, this next story goes on to Dennis Robin. Dennis Robin, of course, getting a lot of attention right now. Because of his 
trip over to North Korea where he met with Kim Jong-un. Now, that is, of course, the leader of North Korea. North Korea being a terrible place where Kim Jong-un and his uh, family have treated North Koreans terribly for many, many years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, awful. However, Dennis Rodman oh, Jesus. feels like Kim Jong-un is one of his buddies and actually has made statements. I actually watched this on Sunday when he did an interview, a national interview, talking about what a great guy he was, about how they, how they hung out and how he's just a really nice guy and how they're buddies. <gasps> and how Yeah, Dennis Rodman is now buddies with this guy, like one of the worst yeah. dictators on earth. Yeah. And... Talk about how they're buddies, how he's a great guy, how he doesn't want any war. And he was even brought up when somebody was asking him, you know, well, how do you feel about how he's treated the people of North Korea? And he's got death camps. He's got terrible, you know, terrible, terrible things set up. Fuck, yeah. And he's like, well, I didn't talk to him about that, but he's a good guy, man. I don't ask him about that stuff. What is he doing? I don't know. What is he Dennis doing? Robin. I don't know. Well, now there's this story that came out from, from the New York Post. In that Dennis Rodman was in New York on Sunday at a time at the Time Hotel in Midtown, and was kicked out of the hotel because he had been drinking all day long, yelling at everyone about what a great guy Kim Jong Un was, and waving around a signed copy of his manifesto, telling everyone in the bar that they should read it. Basically, in the course of however long he was over there, like seven days, he's been completely indoctrinated into. Uh, Is he back now? Yeah, Dennis Rodman's back in the U.S. He's back. He made it back in one piece. Yeah, yeah. No, he's back in the U.S. He's back in the U.S. But that is is what what he is doing. So he was asked... Well, he was removed from the hotel. And that was... uh, That was pretty funny. Oh, boy. I really thought that that was going to end poorly, quite honestly. Yeah. I thought that he was... I thought that maybe Dennis Rodman was going to go there and then... Perhaps stay there. Yeah. Forever. Well, apparently, maybe that's what he needs to do. Okay. All right. And finally, in ball talk, in relation to this, we'll bring up one of my favorite people on Twitter, Jose Canseco. So, Jose Canseco, in reference to Dennis Rodman, wrote, If Dennis Rodman can be in North Korea, I, or if Dennis Rodman can be in North Korea, I can be in Albany, New York with Senator Klein. I'm not sure what that has to reference to. I am in Senator Klein's office. I hope I didn't do anything wrong. He's apparently meeting with a senator. All right, that's okay. That's I'm just reading <laughs> what he says. This I is love all, Jose Canseco. This is all I'm doing. Hey, Governor Cuomo, please support Senator Klein's DMAA ban. It's killing our youth. Also, do not allow fracking in New York. Very unhealthy. Okay, so he's taking political stance. All right, those are legitimate issues. Okay. But then he moves on to say, what is Donald Trump afraid of? He should not be afraid of me. Sometimes I dream of pounding Donald Trump in a cage match, but mostly I just want to help him. <gasps> Maybe uh, I can. I can. I know exactly where this is going. Jose Canseco is totally angling to be on Donald Trump's reality show. That what's he the, on it already? The Apprentice. I don't know. Was he on it? I don't know. I feel like he was, but I, I don't know for sure. I mean, I know he's done a bunch of reality TV, so I have no idea. But that that seems like something he would have been on. I will tell you this though. Oh yeah, he was on it. Was he? Okay. Yeah, I would mind. totally pay to watch a cage match between a Jose Canseco and Donald Trump. I would absolutely oh, pay yeah. money to see that. I will pay, not $50, I'll pay 20 American dollars to watch a cage match between Jose Canseco and Donald Trump. I, I would want to see that. I don't think you're alone. I would, I would pay American money to see that, too. That's true. <laughs> and finally, 
This is what Jose Canseco says. All right. So I'm just repeating what he wrote on his Twitter page. Nobody beats Greg. I stay away from his table, buddy. I can only assume it's me. Oh, my God. I'm not sure who he's talking about, but nonetheless, I'm going to take it at face value, and I may, I, maybe I should actually retweet this. Nobody beats Greg. I stay away from his table, table buddy. Just from your account. In the words like- of Jose Canseco. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. He can be a guest when I have science facts. All right, Greg, since you want to talk about science facts, let me ask you this. Oh so there's something okay, sciencey wait, in asking, the news. Okay, all right. There's something sciencey in the news that I wanted to ask you about. So I've been seeing this thing. Of course, you know, we were talking the other day about this guy who was, you know, sucked into the sinkhole, never to return. Now sinkholes are starting to sprout up all over. There's one. There's uh, two more reported what, in Florida. Yeah, I was going to say, wasn't there another one today? There was. There That's, was. So let me ask you this, Greg. What are the scientific reasonings behind sinkholes occur- well, occurring? I mean, I'm surprised I even have to answer this. It's well, I mean, clearly, just for the in layman's terms, like let the people know. Well, it's clearly because the mole people are upset. I mean, Jose Canseco even referenced it. The fracking that's going on. Fracking is where you uh, shake the earth to get the oil to come out, and you dig real deep in there. This is upsetting the mole people. The mole people are only doing what they what they can do. The only thing they can do to fight back, which is to dig out holes underneath and try to slowly convince people that it's a bad idea to be digging down there so far. That's that's probably where the precipice of it is. I mean, a lot of people deny the existence of the mole people. Clearly, scientifically, it's been proven time and time again that they exist. I mean, there's no reason. Where do you think caves come from? Clearly, the mole people. Oh, my God. This is where a lot of that came from. And a lot of people, they try to cover it up and say it's lava tubes or different kinds of means for this or, you know, the ocean washed it out. A lot. Sometimes that's the case. A lot of times it does have to do with mole people. And I think that's where you get such deep, deep sinkholes. And that's that's part of what goes on with that one. So that's part of the reason why that's happening so much. So we just need to really come up with a... Uh, Come up with a very good uh, a good policy, and somebody needs to address it, and somebody needs to take a stand on it. I'm never asking you a question again. No, it's fine. I mean, if you have more questions, I, I'll no, be happy to No, that's all right. I think that's, I think that's all the questions I'll that be, I have. I'll, I'll, I'll be happy to answer them. People uh, are starting to call you a hoe in the chat, by the way. Oh, great. Back to work later, hoe. Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to incorporate into my lexicon, too, for you, Greg. Yeah. Be like, what up, hoe? Mm-hmm. No, How you doing? I don't really want. I don't really want you to be doing that. That's okay. no. Let's let's avoid doing that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we've done about enough enough today. Mm-hmm. I think we've done quite a bit, but we do need to say thank you to someone who's been here in studio with us this entire time. To our friend Ace. I'm going to slide my microphone over. It's Ace. Can I? Can we say your last name? Sure. Ace Crockett, <laughs> the coolest name in the world. Yes. Hello. Hello. Hello, Ace. Ace is an annual subscriber of Fun Employment Radio, which you too can be for only $80 a year, a total savings, and it helps us out tremendously. And Ace has been one of the people supporting us, and thank you so much, Ace, for coming in. I thank you for letting me come in and uh, spend the day with you guys. This is awesome. Oh, and Ace is awesome. He also came uh, equipped with some, perhaps some PBRs that we're enjoying and uh, some tacos. Doritos tacos. We're going to hurt ourselves. (gasps) Doritos Doritos tacos. tacos. 12 pack. Do it right. Okay. Doritos tacos. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah. you have the coolest name ever. Thank you. Yes. That was given to me 15, 16 years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I was working over in Vancouver uh, at this factory, and there was uh, five people with the same name. And I'm a huge Kiss fan, and somebody gave me the name. Nice. It stuck with me all these years, and I had a legal name change done. Awesome. So it's legally, it's legally you are Ace Crockett. Yes, I am. That's awesome. badass. Yes, I am. So. Oh. It's all my driver's license. It's all my work ID. It's 
it's everywhere. So I, I love it. I love it. It's, that is awesome. Yeah. Well, thank wow. you, Ace Crockett. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. you. Thank you for being awesome. And thank you to everyone out there supporting us, too. We do so much appreciate it. And keep in mind, too, if you subscribe for a year, absolutely come in here and sit in studio and watch us and whatever that means. I don't know. I don't know what other people see when we sit in here. But we are absolutely insane. There's some memes going on in the chat. There right are. Now. I'm seeing that right now. <laughs> it's your alien buddy. Aaron just created one that said, I'm not saying it's mole people, but it's fucking mole people. It's mole people. It's absolutely mole people. And leprechauns control the economy with their double rainbows. Their rival rainbows. Well, it, it, it's, yeah. it sparks gold prices. I mean, there's a, there's a lot into it. You're kind of simplifying it. and it's. I'll go in, in depth another time. We'll, we may have to have a, uh, a science facts section. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. As we said, we do so greatly appreciate it. And if you are a subscriber to the network, coming up at about 3 p.m. will be Big Jim and Don Frost with the Big and Loud Hour, the Big and Loud Podcast. And they're they're actually going to have a guy in that we know. Ron Osborne is going to be on their show today. Oh, which, yes. mm-hmm. awesome. Yes. We hung out with him when we hung out with Tommy Two-Tone. We did. I forgot we did. about that. Yep. We share the same agent. So uh, Ron Osborne is going to be on their show, so stay tuned. About 3 p.m. is when that will be on. So uh, join join in the chat and all of that. And then coming up at 6 p.m. will be the Dally Sessions. The Dilly Dally Sessions. The Dally Sessions. Which, Scott, I haven't forgotten about our, about our thing. I don't know what that means. It means that we're oh, still you at have war. A war. We're at war. You have a war with Scott going. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. I forgot that you guys are at odds right now. Hmm. All right. All right. We'll have to figure that out. Everyone's calling each other hoes now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, hoes. Thanks for listening. Oh, I need to call her and straighten this out. Yes, you do. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Ace, thank you for coming in studio. Thanks, thank Ace. You. Thank you. And uh, we will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Stack up. Bye.